Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Thursday, May 12th, and we are going to have a high of 17 degrees here in the Edmonton region today. 17 is my favorite number. It is. That's awesome. Thanks for joining in, guys. Um, we are broadcasting live on the Podbean app as we do every morning at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Join in on the chat, call in, ask your questions, whatever. You know what? Today we can talk whatever. about whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. But you got to call in. <laughs> we don't get enough people calling in. It's it's sad. It's I'm trying true. to dissect the you know the 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 reason behind that. Is it fear? Hundred percent, it's fear. Oh, so funny story. <clears throat> Talking about uh, chicken shits. <laughs> thanks, for, and thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, good morning. Uh, but speaking of chicken shits, I got three messages after that show the other day. What I show? got where I called everybody chicken shits. Oh, okay. <laughs> for not calling in and for not emailing us, I got three messages: two um, through Messenger and one through email. And what did they say? Um, they were just putting themselves out there. Oh, um, various reasons. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call them out. Um, one was interested in being on the show and another was, it was in regards to what were we talking about? Oh God. We were talking about, um, connecting people, the whole fix and flip, uh, mm -hmm. people with money, people with experience type thing. Um, and then there was another one too. I can't quite recall, but, uh, it, 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 people it worked. <laughs> it, you know what? It worked. And I don't, and I don't, I'm not taking credit. All you need is to reach one person and it's worth it. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I feel like if I can help one person per episode, how many episodes do we do per year? <laughs> Count your knuckles. How many weekdays without holidays are there in a year? <laughs> uh, 200 and something. Um, the, the over 200 people a year. Sounds pretty, sounds pretty good, right? One per show. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the batting average, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm shooting a little high, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I try. I try. Uh, Jeremy wants to know where do babies come from? Okay. Sorry. I had to get on there. Um, what the shit? <laughs> that's the first time I've yawned on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't like a, a subtle yawn because I do subtle yawns. <laughs> I do them under my breath. You just went like full dramatic yawn. <laughs> I thought it was fake. <laughs> I was up late with my uh, mastermind ladies last night. <laughs> okay. I also haven't had my first sip of my coffee. Let me do that. You talk about where babies come from and I'm going to have a few sips of my coffee. Well, when a man and a woman love each other, 
that coffee. I just that, spit that out my coffee. Extremely hot coffee just went up her nose. <laughs> okay. Jeremy, you're special, and you were created out of out of special. And I I need to work on this. You're you're telling our daughter when when it comes. She's out, listening. Right? Oh, you're telling her right snap! Now. <laughs> Is she listening? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to reel this one back in. Um, a few more years, kiddo. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Jeremy, if you want the answer to that, you're going to have to join in on our VIP session. So anyways. Oh, Chris says babies come after you buy a property. First comes love. Wow. Then comes marriage. Then comes a house. Then comes Jeremy and a baby carriage. <laughs> um, so Chris, if you're planning on doing, um, uh, uh, um, transactions and babies, babies and transactions, you're going to need a bigger house because if you want to be, if you plan on being successful in real estate, you can't be having babies every time you buy a house. <laughs> Is that what he's saying? I that don't he's, think so. That he's babies come after you buy a property. So that's, is he like how we have tacos? Is he going to have babies? <laughs> Cause that's, that was Chris, not Jamie. Sorry, did I? I meant to say Chris. I think okay. I said Chris. I don't know. Um, I don't even know what's happening wow. anymore. We're answering questions. <laughs> We're serving the people. Chris has properties and babies. Hey, speaking of uh, tacos and transactions, guess where we're going for lunch today? <laughs> gonna get some tacos. I'm gonna go send some papers over at uh, Field Law with Barry McGuire. And uh, afterwards, we're going to celebrate with a couple tacos. Or before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, for timings. Yeah, we got to pick up our kid from school. So, yeah, we'll, we'll probably get them beforehand. I feel pretty confident then that we're actually going to go sign those papers afterwards. Yes. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your, uh, your, your on-site, in-person mastermind last night? Yeah. You came home and I was I was out. I was I was in bed. So. You were you were fast asleep. You were not snoring, but you were you were out. <laughs> was I breathing? You were definitely breathing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so um last week I had to uh cancel on my ladies one of our mastermind meetings and I said, but next week let's get together in person to make up for it because this particular mastermind, um, we're all in Edmonton. And they're special. And they're very special. They're my OGs. So they were my first mastermind group and they've stuck together. And we did lose a couple members over the, the year and a half that we've been together. But yeah, they're my, they're my OGs and they are very special to me. And yeah, so um, at first we were like, yeah, we'll go have coffee. And then somebody was like, should we do coffee or do you guys want to do dinner? And I was like, oh, I had just discovered um, <clears throat> Bodega Highlands. So I was like, we're going for dinner. I'm like, do you guys like charcuterie? And they're like, yeah, we do. I was like, okay. So yeah, we went to um, Bodega in the Highlands there. And we had our favorite server, Tristan. <clears throat> and he was just as amazing as always. And how does someone treated stay, us so good. stay that happy every single day? I don't know, but he is a magical little unicorn of a person. Yeah, he was amazing. 
Yeah. So we had, um, yeah, we had charcuterie and a couple bottles of wine and a really great time. It was so nice to be out with them. And um, all of us were like, man, we need to get out more often because it was so nice to just be out like without the family, just like girls. Yeah. And yeah. So we had a, a very nice time together. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and I had never really driven around the Highlands area. So mm-hmm. on our way out, um, I, I picked up Kathleen and dropped her off on my way. And so um, she's like, yeah, turn here and here and here. And we kind of just like went around one of the blocks in Highlands. And I was like, oh, my God, these houses are amazing. So there's cool. that really, really cool community. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, we never really look at it is because it's not really great for investment properties. Yeah, it would be a really cool place to live. Yeah. I was like, I hate that once you have kids, you can't just like uproot and like move whenever you want. <laughs> There's friends and school and like whatever, but like I, I would totally live here. Mm. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Jeremy asks in the chat here on the live chat, uh, what time is the investor meetup this weekend? Are there many tickets left? Um, so the fix and flip meetup on is on Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, there are no tickets left. We've actually oversold. Um, not to say like we oversold, like we're going to kick people out or, or prevent people from coming in, but like we, we did 80 tickets and I'm still giving away more. So like we got to cap it. <clears throat> Otherwise, um, you know, we're going to be on the news, um, <laughs> for whatever. Um, so yeah, this weekend, uh, one to three, unless of course people cancel. I mean, if you're not coming, then definitely, you know, cancel your ticket. Yes. Please so do. other people can come. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, these, these meetups are getting extremely popular. Um, we've normally done 40 spots. Um, then we did 50 and then we did 80 and then it just fills right up. So I'm fairly certain that we either, yeah, like I'm pretty sure if we started buying bigger houses and, and did 150 <laughs> people, it would still fill up. Yeah. Um, they're really amazing networking events. You get to learn all about fix and flips. Yeah. Um, so to actually um, to help with this. That's why the following month in June, that's why we're doing the fix and flip bus tour. So for this one, it's going to be 90 people, um, two buses. Uh, it'll be four fix and flips. We start, we meet up around eight 30, we leave at nine. And then on the, after the second flip, there's going to be pizza on site. It's all covered. Um, and then after the fourth flip, we're going to be landing back at Capilano, Capilano park. We've got a picnic site there and we've, um, we've arranged dinner as well from Jack's burger, which is in my opinion, probably the best burgers mm-hmm. and fries in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, really amazing burgers and fries. So that's all going to be provided as well at the picnic sites. And yeah. we've got the picnic site till eight o'clock at night. So bring some Frisbees, soccer balls. Yeah. Kids, please bring your kids. Yeah. Um, load up just, your trunks because yeah you'll be parking there in the morning um to be picked up by the bus so load up your trunks with some fun stuff to do at the at the park yeah and and when you're hopping on the bus this uh, you know we'll bring this up a little bit later you know closer to the event but in and when you go to events like this it's always important to change up your seats every time you get back on the bus mm-hmm. don't just sit with the same people don't sit with your wife your <laughs> husband or your kids um <laughs> yeah sit with someone new and, your and kids meet sit with some new. strangers. You know what I mean? That's an opportunity to, to meet four or five new people. Yeah. Right. And then as well, when you're at the picnic, talk to new people. Don't just, you know, stand around the people that you know. Yeah. This, this is, is a huge networking opportunity. We talked, I talked the other day about, you know, 
um, about how I know so many different people, some people with money, some people with experience, and I really just want to put these people together. Well, this is your opportunity to do it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. There are, I, I, I know another thing I talked about the other day, I'm, I'm just referencing things I talked about recently, but I told you that when I, I went out and did coffee with everyone in Alberta mm-hmm. and I still continuously to this day, I still keep tabs on, I don't do it as much anymore because I don't have the time, but like I keep tabs on everybody new that comes into the, our market and our network. Right. Mm-hmm. I know what everyone's doing and I know what everyone has and, and whatever everyone, everyone wants there. I see people in the same room and I'm like, that person would be perfect with that person. Yeah. Right. That they have exactly what they need and they have, and they need exactly what they have. It yeah. would be perfect. So, you know, make sure you're coming out to these networking events. Yeah. It's 75 bucks. Well, and you need to pay for the bus and the food. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we're going to spend thousands of dollars to put you guys together. I'm sorry. It's, it's, you guys have to, you have to pay, you know, in order to, yeah. to, to come out to the, an event like that. But for 75 bucks, you know, to be able to meet your next joint venture partner, come on you know, or to learn how to do fix and flips. It's not mm-hmm. just one property. It's going to be four properties at different stages of completion. Two are going to be complete. Two are going to be under construction. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to be it's like, it's a no brainer. So definitely sign up for that one as well. Or even just to have a really fun day. <laughs> That's the other thing is yeah. that, you know, we're, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be the June meetup. And then for July, we haven't quite figured it. It'd probably be back to one of our other ones. But, mm-hmm. you know, take advantage of this bus tour. We're not going to do bus tours in the winter. No. Um, so this is probably going to be our only bus tour for this year. Yeah. So definitely sign up for that. I know, like, for some reason, like, 20 people already have said, hey, really want to go. But I booked Yeah. Um, my kid's bar mitzvah. I've got my 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 annual family golf tournament is that weekend. Yeah. Like it's just the weirdest, not the weirdest. I mean, bar mitzvah is not weird, but just like the, it's not like, hey, I'm busy, I'm going camping. It's just like the, it's a every, really odd weekend. Like it's the beginning of June, like school still happening, like every you know all that kind of stuff. So it's it's a weird weekend that like everybody has stuff going on. Yeah, like Kathleen's working. Courtney's kid is doing her horse um, competition. Kathleen, when are you gonna quit your job? <laughs> this job is getting in the way of so many things <laughs> so much fun yeah <laughs> true though we picked the wrong weekend should have been the 11th <laughs> i don't think that we were available on the 11th yeah we are it's open we for are us. jam-packed i know we've talked about our schedule for the next yeah. three months jam-packed yeah we had a lot of stuff going on how's the comments looking today uh ryan um asks what jeremy had a question average properties next acreage properties i think he's just talking about the fix and flip bigger houses maybe oh he said average but okay i know and then right below it it says acreage oh he's gotta stop doing that (laughs) whop um, Ryan asks, does the city of Edmonton or nearby municipalities require a business license for fix and flip businesses? <laughs> um, I don't know, Gabby, I'm not involved, but I know that like, like 
that our trades have had to get like St. Albert. Yeah, the co the contractors need to have business licenses wherever they are doing business. So like, for instance, um, Josh had to get a business license in Leduc yeah. for the property that they're working on. So yeah, just, um, yeah. Um, but not for us, no. Oh, so the fix and flip uh, bus tour. Gabby put the link I see in the in the chat there. Yes. You can also um, DM us, email us. Um, it's on our Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook page. Yeah. Um, it's all over the place. It's easy to find. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cool, cool. So what's going on? Chris, that's a question for you when mm -hmm. you're going to quit your job. What's this all about? Oh, Jeremy was talking about Chris because I think Jeremy and Chris must have an inside joke going on. Joke or conversation about quitting? Yes, Chris, when are you going to quit your job? You know, I talked to I talked to Chris last week. He's got some big plans. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's looking to get into fix and flips, um, which is very exciting. Um, the Calgary market. There's not many people flipping in Calgary or Edmonton. Um, so there's there's a huge opportunity there that I think mm -hmm. he's gonna I think he's gonna jump on. He's doing his research. Yeah. Um yeah. Well Chris won um the free uh, mentorship last month. So that's what I'm talking about. We we had a we had a coaching call. Yes. Yeah. Um and if you guys are curious about so we're uh this month's prize for top fan is gonna be two free coaching calls. Um the top fan contest, you have to join in live on the Podbean app. And when you click those little heart buttons there, um, it accumulates all the hearts. Uh, when you share the show through the app uh, to Facebook or Twitter or whichever, LinkedIn, it also accumulates hearts. And there's, other, there's lots of other ways to accumulate hearts as well. And so at the end of the month, the top five people who have the most hearts get entered into a draw. And uh, we do a draw and the winner gets two free coaching calls. So definitely there's perks and incentives to uh, joining in live and getting involved in the chat. Um, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, so like at the end of the month, we do a draw. So the top five people get uh, ballots based on what position they're in, one to five, and draw a name. It's fun. Very cool. I don't, I don't want to, I always mess it up every time I say it. First place gets five, second place gets four, third place gets three, second, I mean, uh, see, <laughs> fourth, fourth place, place gets, gets two. two, fifth place gets one. Oh, it's good. too hard. Yeah, it's I know. early. <laughs> I know, darling. Um, okay, we talked about uh, the bus tour. I mean, we can talk about some other upcoming events that we got as well. Um, we've got uh, Friday Live Trading, which is uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, 6, tomorrow. 6 p.m. We're going to be talking about raising capital in 2022. How have things changed since 2021? <laughs> um, there have been some changes. There have been some changes. Um, and that could be private money. That could be joint venture capital. Um, a lot's gone on this year um, with some with some folks over in Saskatchewan. Um and also, I think it's good that uh, we just do a little bit of a refresher on the proper ways to raise capital because I still see people in Facebook groups saying, hey, 
looking to raise money from anyone who's interested. <laughs> I saw that it was yesterday, the day before. And like my fingers were like just all jumping. I'm just like ready to go. Anyone? Question mark. <laughs> I was so fucking tempted. So tempted. Like, no, don't start fights on Facebook, Wayne. Don't start fights on Facebook. Looking to raise, <laughs> find a joint, looking to raise money from anyone who is interested on this joint venture opportunity. Anyone who is interested. Well, I mean, uh, you do you. And I never know. I never know if that person or individual is, is just dumb or they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Are they ignorant or they just don't know? So I, I want to naturally, I want to help that person out just by saying, hey, just want to let you know there are rules for raising capital you know there are securities commissions that are there to prevent people from being taken advantage of um and there are rules that they put in place and um i can't find any nice way to go about doing it without sounding like a let's save the conversation for tomorrow like a narc yeah i could (laughs) um but yeah it's it's funny i literally just saw it yesterday the day before and um Oh, it happens a lot everywhere. I think we all see it. We said it a million times. There is more than enough money within your circle of friends and family. More than enough money that you need. I tell you, people don't believe me. They still think that they need to go find oil tycoons and um, and show up in high net worth, you know, networking circles to, to make that perfect pitch. It's got to be that perfect one-liner that's going to, Convince Ooh, yeah. <laughs> someone to invest in your single family home or your eightplex in Ottawa. Yeah. Just just keep it simple. It's it's it, I don't know if there there are certain themes that if you listen long enough to this show, there are certain themes that you will catch. Um themes for success. Okay. Talked about values yesterday. We talked about accountability. Be accountable. Okay. Have integrity and be accountable. The other theme is just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Yes, there are lots of cool strategies out there. Yes, there are. I use them as tools when shit's not working. Yeah. Okay. The creative strategies are tools when shit doesn't work. What happens when you have something that doesn't work? You need to fix it. You use a tool. Okay. Hmm. That one sound good? Yeah. Sorry, I had a coffee in my mouth but i did like that it's the truth it's the truth just keep it simple keep it super simple do you have money right now no okay you got two options you can go make money or you can go find partners who have money super simple okay so how do you make money you can do fix and flips or you can do wholesaling okay fix and flips cost money (laughs) So you're going to have to have down payment funds. You're going to have to have renovation funds. So do you have access to be able to do that? Rules are a little bit looser on those ones, though. You can use credit cards and line of credit, right? So go and get access to credit and do your fix and flip and make some cash. So use OPM, which is credit cards, line of credit, borrow money from mom and dad, right? Make $30,000, dollars $100,000 off a flip. Take those funds, do another flip, do another flip, do another flip till you have money. Then you can go buy rental properties. Ta-da. <laughs> now, if you don't want to use line of credit and credit cards, like 
for some reason, people are scared to use their own credit because they don't trust themselves enough. They would rather use other people's money, like your friend's cash, then do wholesaling. Wholesaling is a great way to learn your market. You have to research your market. You have to know what houses sell for when they're renovated, what they're worth, how to do, you know, calculate ARV, um, how to price out renovations for flips, right? You become a master of your market. You lock up deals and you sell those deals to other people. You sell paper to other people and for five, 10, $20,000 fee. Yeah. Do that a bunch of times, save up some money, buy a property. Ta-da. Right. If you don't have money, that's the way you make money. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, very simple. The other, like I said, the other alternative is to go and ask all of your friends and family to invest with you. Those are your three options. If you don't have any money right now, simple, very simple. Are any of those easy? No, no, no. You want to be a real estate investor. You want to invest in real estate and you don't have any money. Go to work. That's just, that's just a really crazy thing to say. Just like, just think of, I want to be a real estate investor. How much money do you have? None. (laughs) 5,000. Hmm? 5,000. You know what I mean? Like, you don't deserve to invest in real estate because you don't have money. If you want to, if you want to invest in real estate, you need to make money. And if you want to use real estate as that, you know, that, that sector, you know, as a, as a tool to make money, then yeah, it's not going to be easy when you don't have any money, but the opportunity is there. There is no easy one-liner. There is no secret trick. There's no formula. There's no three-step program, okay? It's just exactly what I said right there, okay? And yes, there are different ways to kind of help you to set you up for success, right? If you walk in with, you know, sweatpants and... uh I love Alberta t-shirt and you ask someone to invest with you. I mean, you're not really putting your best foot forward, right? So if you dress nice and you go to a meeting with a friends or family, uh, you are more likely to close them if you're dressed nice than with dirty sweatpants. That's a fact. But Wayne, they already know me. They know who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't need to dress nice. Yeah, but do they trust you? It doesn't matter if they know who you are, if you're the person who's always in sweatpants and a t-shirt, but you show up to ask them an important question and you're in nice jeans and a, and a button down shirt and you've shown up differently and maybe you even got your hair cut and your beard trimmed and you look presentable. Mm -hmm. They've, they've immediately shifted and thought, oh, wow. And then they're listening to you in a different, different perspective. Yeah. And let's get back on, you know, what I was saying about like, you know, there, there are ways, you know, to make sure that you ensure your success. Um, Wholesaling. If you're just going and knocking on doors, 
asking people to sell their house, then yeah, it's it, it may it can work. It can it can work. Um, however, if you spent um, you know fifteen thousand dollars and got in front of thirty thousand houses, right, thirty thousand flyers, and you got in front of more houses in a shorter amount of time, then yes, you are going to get more calls or more possibilities, opportunities. Yes, that is a fact, right? But do you need the $15,000? No. But would it help? Yes. If you had up, if you walked up to a door and left a flyer and it said, can I buy your house? Call me 780-555, whatever. Um, if that was one and then the other was a nicely printed flyer that showed you as a professional business that buys houses, the professional flyer would probably do better, right? Um, if you had a script for when you call people or when people call you, as opposed to having nothing and just saying, hello, yes, you have a better chance, mm -hmm. right? These are all little things. So yeah, I mean, some of these little $5 webinars, you know, can teach you a couple little cool tricks, but at the end of the day, you just have to go out and do it. And that's where people get stuck. They think that there's, there's just one more $5 webinar, one more free webinar, and they're going to find that secret one-liner, that secret little five-step formula that's like to success to make you a million dollars in three weeks. I saw an email the other day. I was, I was just thinking about that. Where is it? Is it, is it in my box? <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I was like, how timely is this? That like literally that was yesterday morning. Was we yesterday just morning? ended the show and an email came through and you, you read the first couple lines out loud and we both just laughed because it's like exactly what we talk about how everybody has a, a formula to, to success. I think I deleted it. Oh, did you? <laughs> it was like how to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in the next few weeks and how to raise millions of dollars in the next few months. Yeah. Like literally. Join it, me for my free webinar. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. And people click on that shit. They, they join in on these, these, these webinars and seminars every goddamn week thinking that there's going to be a, this one's going to be the one. Yeah. You just, you, this, this stuff is at some point you got to go work for it. <laughs> you got to go and you, you got to stop told. taking all the education, all of the, like so, that time that you spent on that, whatever, one or two hour webinar, you could have been out working 50 houses. Yeah. 50 conversations. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Did they seriously just email us right at this moment? Yeah. I'm not saying names out loud, <laughs> but the person that I'm referring to, that email that I'm referring to, they literally just emailed, emailed us. Again. It's like, bing It just came <laughs> up on our phone. Not even joking. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. The point that we were trying to make was that it's keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Just go out and do and be repetitive, be consistent, consistency. And and you and you'll get your first joint venture partner. You'll get your first wholesale. When you get that first joint venture partner, there's there's um Barry calls it the one damn deal. But you know, there's a level of confidence that like you almost you level up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Suddenly you get new traits and new superpowers. It's when you've done it already, you get better you'll find that you'll get your second joint venture partner significantly faster. Mm -hmm. 
And then your third through your fifth within a year or within months. It's, yeah. it's crazy, but there's so much fear around how do I fill out a joint venture agreement? Where, who do I go to? What if they say this, do I do a, a, a CELA? Do I cert, certificate of independent legal advice? Do I do this? Do we do the JV worksheet? How do I do this? And what if they say this? And what if there's a cash call and all these other little things that like, you just don't know until you do it. Just start. Do I register caveat on title? Just just go for it and you'll figure it out along the way. And you know what? You could butcher it and they'll probably still go forward with you because they like you and they trust you already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Someone asked on Facebook the other day, um, I'm paraphrasing, but um, what's uh, people with experience? How do you find your first joint venture partner? You know, what my answer was go and ask every single one of I, what I did. I went and asked every single one of my friends and family members. Mm-hmm. That's it. Super simple. Uh, no, I could have put some bullshit answer in there. I'd be like, it's all about the way you present yourself and, you know, sign up for my, 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 my webinar on the three-step formula for, <laughs> no, that is the answer. That yeah. is the answer. Can I do things a little bit differently? Yes. I mean, I've put together an amazing social media presence yeah. so that whenever anyone looks at me, they know exactly who I am. Yes, that helps for sure. I put that together for five years. Trust me, I'm reaping the rewards from it. Okay. It's very easy for me to get joint venture partners now. But I didn't have it before, right? Wayne, how many people asked us to joint venture with them at Rapid Cash on the weekend? Four. Four people came up to us and asked if they could joint venture with us on the weekend. Various different reasons. Didn't didn't know who was that the first time meeting all four? Yeah. First time meeting all four. They know who we were. So yeah, I mean, being being out there and having a, a, a being recognizable, that's mm-hmm. what that's a brand all about is being recognizable and being known. Um, it, when someone says your name, they know exactly what you are. Mm-hmm. Right? That does help. But did I have that in the beginning? No, I just went and asked everybody and I got joint venture partners. To be honest, since I built the brand, so I started building the social media presence and everything else in the brand um, after we got most of our joint venture partners. To be honest, I I started doing it because I wanted more joint venture partners. Then along the way, we decided we didn't want any more. And then so like I started building it for like five years from then. It was my big goal is that like I'm not trying to attract people right now. What I'm doing is, is in five years, I want someone to be able to Google me and know exactly who the fuck I am. That was the plan. Yeah. So five years later, it's exa- it's worked out. But now I don't want any more joint venture partners. <laughs> but it, that's just, that's my journey. That's my path. You know, that's that's my story. It doesn't have to be yours. I just got yeah. different things going on. Yeah. Um, but getting started on that today is the best fucking thing you can do. And then don't be, don't be like, okay, well, I'm just going to wait five years until everybody knows who I am. And it'll be significantly easier to have those conversations. I don't want to burn those bridges now while I'm still just a, an amateur. No, just go and talk to everyone, everyone. Hey, I'm buying this rental property. Do you want to get involved? No. Okay. Hey, I'm buying this rental property. Do you want to get involved? No. Okay. Hey, I'm buying this rental property. Do you want to get involved? Well, I'm a little interested. Okay. Let's go get coffee. Do you want to do it? No. Okay. Hey, just do it a million fucking times. Don't be afraid of what people are going to think about you. Just do it, do it, do it over and over and over and over again. Same thing with wholesaling. Go to every fucking house and ask them to sell you the house. 
over and over and over again. And you will get one. You will get one. And then the next one will be easier. And the next one will be easier. If you do not put in the work, though, it will not happen. Truth. Kirsten asked to call in. I just don't know if her finger slipped or not. So I invited her in. We'll see if she wants to chat. Terrible timing. She's probably scared now. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Uh, it kicked her out. Oh, she's showing up on my end. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see if she's, uh... Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes, there you are. Good morning. It, it asked me to uh, allow my microphone and I didn't notice. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> How are That's you guys awesome. doing this morning? Fantastic. Awesome. How about you? Pretty, pretty great. I'm actually, this is my first week listening to you guys live. I can't believe I did not know that you guys did this live every day before today or this week rather. Woohoo. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've, I've listened to uh, Wayne's Real Estate Investor Dad podcast before, and sometime yeah. last year sitting there, I was like, he hasn't put on anything in a while. Like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, very, very excited. Like, uh, Wayne, when you say that you have the most valuable real estate investing podcast out there, I think you're right. <laughs> Amazing. Thank I you. really, really Thank do. You. Thank you. Yeah. So, Kristen, were you listening to the morning show recorded um, before this week, or this week you just found about found so out about the morning show in general? This last weekend, I decided to check out your morning show, and I wanted to start from the beginning and work my way to the end. And I yeah. started listening to them, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to download the Podbean I, uh, podcast app. Yeah. App. Yes. Awesome. So, and what, how did, how is the experience different? Like, is it, is like, how awesome is it to be here live in the community, like in the chat, seeing all the conversations happening? Well, it's amazing. For one thing, when you guys give out opportunities to, Hey, call in now and you'll get this. You can't do mm -hmm. that if you're listening to it later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, and I didn't, I didn't think about it at the time, but I listened to you first on Monday and Wayne was by himself and he said, Hey, first person to call in gets this. And I was in the shower and I'm like scrambling, trying to get my headphones. <laughs> uh, but Ryan beat me to it. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. it was fun I, game. Can, can you believe that people will pay $20,000 a year for coaching where they can talk to a coach once a month on the phone? And yeah. yet, like you said, you can literally call in here every single morning and ask any question you want and people don't do it. That's why I can't believe I hadn't listened to you guys until now. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Who else does this? I don't, I don't know if anybody else does this. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But what you were talking about today was pretty much just speaking to me. To give you just a, a tiny bit of background, I started uh, buying rental properties in 2020, and, uh, but I still, I had a, a full-time job where I was working between 12 and 18 hours a day. I also mm. uh, am a volunteer firefighter, so I hadn't had a lot of extra time. It was just, uh, I really wanted to push and get into real estate investing, so I was working my butt off to get that little bit of extra in there, and I've got three rental properties now. 
Nice. And uh, back in September, I, uh, I ended up going on disability and I haven't worked in seven months, but I've been working my ass off to be able to get back to work. Um, I can finally walk again, which is great. So uh, now that I can do that and my, I'm not, I'm not as depressed anymore because I can walk again. I'm very excited. I want to start uh, working on learning how to do creative investing. Yeah. So that's how I ended up finding you guys. That's and our, that's my jam. <laughs> um, sorry, today you were talking about, you know, you just need to get in there. You just need to do it. I was wondering, because like I, I'm just, I'm starting all my research this week. I'm looking at how to do agreements for sales, joint ventures, fix and flips. And I'm, I'm in my learning stage. Mm -hmm. At what point can I, you know, jump out of the plane and start building my parachute on the way down? You know, mm -hmm. how much research do I do before I say, you know what, let's just get this thing started. I, with creative real estate, I, I do not recommend jumping out of the plane and building the parachute because especially like rent to own an agreement for sale. There are other families, um, lives involved. And if you do it incorrectly, just because of my experience and my, my expertise, um, if you go and do it and you don't do it correctly, that's affecting someone else. Um, so that's yeah. why we always recommend for at the very least agreement for sales and rent owns, make sure you take the courses. Barry McGuire puts on awesome courses. It'll teach you everything you need to know. Um, I would highly recommend that before jumping into those ones because you want to know why rent own has such a terrible, terrible um, story around it. It's because people go and they do it and they write it on a napkin and they don't do it correctly. And then the, the families are never set up for success to actually buy the property at the end. And then the investor just steals their deposit because it's non-refundable. So right. it's, it's, that's, that's, that's what I mean by that. And then agreement for sales. There's so many little, um, there's so many little things that need to be done correctly. And, you know, when someone's still carrying their mortgage, you know, for you essentially, and then you mess it up, well, that's their credit score. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, for, for those two, I just highly recommend taking Barry's courses. That's what we took. That's, mm -hmm. that's everything that I talk about. I just regurgitate everything he talked, he told me. Yeah. I've got, me. I've got his workbooks. For, so I've got his agreements for sale, his rent to own uh, joint ventures and deal ready documents. Oh, awesome. Amazing. I got, and then I'm just starting to go through those this week. So it's been, it's been a lot of listening to you guys. So I was catching up on old, old podcasts and I've also been uh, trying to go through the, his books as well. It's, it's kind of funny. I've been listening to you guys so much. My, my three-year-old, her toys, now she's got a Wayne and a Gabby. Oh my God. <laughs> that is adorable. Yeah. Oh. So I, I, I'm curious to see what happens when I point you guys out on the fix and flip tour and say, hey, that's Wayne and Gabby. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to meet them. That is so cool. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I hope I don't disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's so cool. Um, yeah, well, so she, she, had a, she had a Gabby, and then, and then when I was listening to this, she's like, hey, my toys' names are, are Wayne and Gabby when she hears you guys. So <laughs> Yeah, super yeah. cute. Yeah, but so, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I want to get, I want to get my research in. I want to, uh, 
I want to really know, you know, the mechanics of how to do all the agreements and everything like that uh, before I do jump into it. But I, uh, I was sitting there thinking, at, at one point, do I say, okay, I think I know enough of this now. Let's go find deals. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I can use the example of agreement for sale. Um, when I took my first agreement for sale course, uh, it was six months before we did our first deal. Um, it was even with as much research and reading and doing the course, I, I was still like, I did not have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, you're right. There is some point where you just need to go and start talking to sellers. So that would be my recommendation is like get through the workbook pull the scripts out and just start talking to for sale by owners, like per, like private sellers and just start having the conversation. Don't walk in and, and assume that people are going to say yes, because I promise you um, it's a thousand no's before a yes and don't get discouraged. And, and trust me uh, it, when you're starting out, it's probably 5,000 no's um, before a yes, because you're just, you're tripping over your words. You're saying you're trying to repeat a script you know, at a, and you're kind of hiding it and it's written on your hand. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's not going to go well, but the best way to get started is to, is to get someone who's maybe like a little bit interested and in like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'd like to talk more about that. Then it's going to force you to go home and review all your notes and review all your contracts and filling it all out. Practice filling out the contracts, practice filling out the, the purchase contract and the seller financing schedule, practice talking to people about it. And it's going to make you a lot more comfortable. That's what I started doing. Back when um, Comfrey was still a thing, um, that was when, you know, it's all, it went purple bricks and now it's whatever, fair square, whatever the heck it's called now. Um, but before you could go on Comfrey and you can find properties and the seller's phone number was on there. So I always knew that that, that person right there, um, the reason they're on Comfrey is because they don't want to pay realtors fees. And, and typically that's when someone doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of equity. So it was, it was very easy for me to find motivated sellers through that path. And then I would just call them directly say, Hey, I'm a real estate investor. I'd really like to come see your house. I'm looking to buy a rental property in your area. And then I go into the house and I'd walk through the house with the seller and I just ask them questions and get all the information. I start dropping little, you know, breadcrumbs, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I got really good at building my, my script or, or my, um, yeah, but, it took lots of practice. Yeah, lots of houses lots to go lots through. And lots yeah. of practice until someone said yes. And then like, I remember, do you remember Gab when someone said yes? And I ran home, I had like a 7.30 meeting and I came home at 8.30. I'm like, Gab, they want us to send an offer. And she's like, I don't have to send an offer. And so like we stayed <laughs> up till 11 open. o'clock at night, just going through the manual, like frantically yeah. trying to figure out how to fill all this out and everything else. But we had to do that in order to to, to get to that point. Yeah. And we'd never, you know, gone to the lawyer and we, we had no idea. They had so many questions we did not have the answer to. We're like, oh, we'll get back to you on that. And which probably didn't sound all that great. But like you have to go through that that whole process. But I think that's the part where you start building the parachute after you've jumped. Yes. Like at that point, like once you've gotten comfortable and once you've really familiar, like you've gone through the course, you've gotten comfortable talking to people. And then, you know, you you get the yes, then it's like then you refer back to the manual and start, you know, trying to figure out how to fill out the paperwork and, and answer all those like random questions that they have trying to figure out those answers because, and something else that Barry McGuire always says is that it's better to get started than to be perfect. And 
That is so true because I swear the first, you know, half dozen deals that we sent through Barry's office had lots of mistakes on it. Oh, it's terrible. But we had two willing, you know, we we wanted the same thing the seller wanted and therefore Barry and the other lawyer, you know, worked through it and made sure that it was what we both wanted and mm-hmm. and fixed the paperwork. So, yeah. Right. So definitely make sure you have a really good team at the same yes. time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And you're you're in um, Fort Saskatchewan? Yes. Yes. Just me. Yeah. Here. So, oh, awesome. From where? Uh, I don't know if anybody knows where this is, but uh, <laughs> just a little bit outside of Piers, Alberta. No clue. Nope. <laughs> it's actually it's about 25 minutes outside of Edson. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I know it's <laughs> 25 minutes though. That could be yeah, that could be anywhere. <laughs> Toward, little little towards kind of towards White Court, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. We have a general um, area. Yeah, but if you're in Fort Saskatchewan, then yeah, you have lots of great uh, resources here in Edmonton of of wonderful Tons. people to surround yourself with. So Tons. yeah. yeah. Well, Tons when when I uh, went on disability, I, I got to a point where I was like, hey, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back to work. I can't even really walk. And so my husband was working in Fort Saskatchewan at the time. I was like, let's move here. We'll be closer to our rental properties. If we're going to get really into real estate investing, it's a better spot for us to be anyways. So mm-hmm. for we sure. made the move and getting started. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Um, so you made the, you're making like the the right steps right now you're, you're doing everything right you're joining in live you're you're doing your research um next step is to go out and try just try 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 and then from there just call in every morning and just let's talk about it yeah like if you're gonna like trust me if no one else is gonna call in you're gonna be the only one calling in so if you like if they don't want to take advantage <laughs> of this opportunity and you are then then should, that's a win for you yeah, so i have I, no I had problem. a hard time calling in <laughs> oh really <laughs> well it's I, I have, I, I love talking to people. Okay. I love people. I have some sort of fear, which I can't explain. Like you, you can hear it in my voice right now. I, when somebody else is listening, or if it feels like if I'm going to talk in front of a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I don't know what it, my heart like jumps into my throat and then I can hear it in my voice. And then that makes me extra nervous. I don't know what it is. Cause I love talking to people. I don't know how that <laughs> makes me nervous. No idea. You sound totally natural. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think I, you'll do good talking to sellers. Of, like I can, I can tell that yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was, I was a salesperson for 11 years, so I have no problem talking to people one-on-one or even a small group of people. But when I think there's a ton of people listening, I don't know yeah. what it is. That just terrifies me. I think that's normal. I'm the opposite. I'd, I'd huh? rather be in front of uh, I'd rather be on stage in front of a bunch of people than be in front of three people. It's weird. I love the the more personal connection you get when you are communicating with just one to four people. Mm. Everybody's a little bit different. It's, it's a, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So, you know, what's going to end up happening is that, you know, you're going to go out and do this and then you're going to find a deal within the next month to three months. Because I know if you, if you actually, if you dedicate yourself to this and and you really put in the work and you call in every morning, guaranteed you'll get a deal guaranteed actually i shouldn't say guaranteed but like you have a very very good chance compared to everybody else and then what's going to happen is is everybody's going to know you from the show because there's hundreds and hundreds of people that don't join in live that we don't see here every day because i can see this i can see the data um that's and then they're all going to know you by name 
And then they're going to start messaging you about how you got that. First yeah, you're going to get a ton of Facebook friend requests. <laughs> yes. And they're going to start asking you like, hey, I heard you on the podcast. There's so much value even just from calling in here yeah. and just people knowing your name. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited. I'm excited that um, you've taken that step and I'm so glad you called in. Well, you took yeah, that. Too. You had uh, one of your podcasts that I was uh, reviewing and catching up on. You were saying to everybody, I think it was April, sometime in April, you said in June, on June 27th, I'm going to call you or ask you, call you guys out and ask you, where are you now? Like, what did you get done in that? And I took that as a challenge. So amazing. We'll, That's awesome. we'll tell you how far I've gone at that point. You're it's in my it calendar. All right. It's in my calendar. <laughs> it's in my calendar too. Nice. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much for calling in, Kristen. Yeah. Thanks guys. We'll see you. On, are you coming this weekend? I am coming this weekend. I will see okay. you there on Sunday. Looking forward to meeting you. You as well. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. (laughs) Nearly made me cry that I was named, a a toy was named after me. Steffi, three-year-old Steffi. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that got me there. (laughs) And Kirsten, if you like back here in the Podbean app, all these people are commenting saying how like motivating this call was. So yeah, lots of like praises for calling in and people wanting to know more about where you're looking to invest. And um, yeah, Ryan says it gets easier. Great call motivating for all of us. I'd say Francis says you're doing very well, Josh, great call in today. Looking forward to meeting you. Yeah. So you know, she called in for herself, but in turn motivated all these other people who are like, damn, she's taking action. Why the hell aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Absolutely. Big, big smile. Big smile. (laughs) Um, Okay. We're at a weird spot right now. We're going to end the show. (laughs) <laughs> Six minutes early, I can answer a couple questions. There were a few uh, comments in here that I yeah, I think we can. To. I think we can rip I, through the couple questions I have that them were here. Saved up. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to scroll. You can stay at the bottom though, if you don't. Sure. Mind. Um, does anyone know Jay from Alberta Mortgage Relief? Guy hasn't called me back. <laughs> and does right after, does he owe you money? <laughs> and right after he asked that, the next thing in the Podbean app was that guy joined. <laughs> the chat or joined the show i don't like it was just like the the person's name was that guy i don't know who it is but i thought that was funny he's like the guy hasn't called me back and then it's like that guy joined oh (laughs) totally unrelated okay i just had a little internal laugh yeah okay um (laughs) uh okay so when we were talking about um talking to people and asking them about joint ventures chris said it's easier than asking family to buy tupperware (laughs) <laughs> and that is a fact. And I think that's why a lot of people are uh, family members and friends are turned off by you. Like, hey, I'd like to take you out for coffee and talk about my next investment opportunity. Um, people think that you're trying to get them to invest in some NFT or, you know, the next crypto or, or MLM yeah. or the MLM. You know, um, you know, I noticed you're sniffling quite a bit. Um, I've got some um, um, wheatgrass ginger for you and this will that'll clear that right up to, to come and check out and then they open up their essential oils little kit no offense I know essential oils is a touchy subject but I used to work with a guy that literally had essential oils in his truck and I, I just there's the weirdest thing ever when you're in the trades and the guy's like <laughs> he's got his little kit of essential oils and he pulls out his his ginseng 
Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, you know that ginseng isn't an essential oil, right? What? <laughs> Sorry. Um, Anyways, what were you talking about? <laughs> well, it's just like every, everybody's got a thing now. Everybody's got a makeup thing or yeah. uh, an essential oils thing or a um, Tupperware thing or a, and it's all about the side hustle and, and, and building your, your, what do you call it? Your downstream or whatever the heck your downline. Downline. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, it's something like that. You know, just trying to like <laughs> make money off other people and just networking. And, and so like everybody's got their guard up when you want to talk about any opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had a, I had a, I had a friend, an old friend that, uh, I don't hang out with anymore. Uh, but he, he, when, when, whenever he saw my, my, my content for social media, he just thought, oh, that's just another, uh, just another MLM. (laughs) I said, what? And he goes, oh yeah, you're just trying to get people to buy property with you. And then you're going to make profits off of there when they buy properties. (laughs) (laughs) What? He thought sounds pretty good. <laughs> he thought real estate investing was a pyramid, and I mean, maybe that's just an untapped market. You know, I was gonna say EXP figured it out. Like maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe I buy a property, and then if you buy a property under me, I get a percentage of your property, and then when you inspire someone to buy another property, I get a percentage of their property. This oh, so messy. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not like it could be any worse than Epic. Oh, what? Okay. What? Okay. What? Shots fired? You do only have a few few minutes left, and there was a couple I questions. I think this is a really good thing. I want <laughs> someone to start the first real estate pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but like legit, he thought it was an MLM because I was putting out content, and because everybody else puts out content, inspirational content, be yeah. your best self, personal development got to go and kick ass and, 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 uh, and, and, you know, uh, mindfulness and all that other, like, cause the, every other gimmick is using the exact same thing, mm-hmm. right? There's so many goddamn gimmicks out there. So real estate kind of investing kind of gets pushed into that. You know what I mean? Um, and he legit. So what I'm getting at is that some people think that, Real estate investing is another one of those things. I never would have assumed, but yeah. um, when you come up to people with opportunities like that, they are going to have, have their guard up. But what I would recommend is just make sure I talked about social media. It is a marketing tool. It is the best free marketing tool in the world. I would like to rename social media and call it something else because as soon as people hear social media, oh, the guard goes up. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I, I want to rebrand social media to super awesome free marketing tool. Yeah. <laughs> Super awesome free marketing tool. Saftum? Nah, it doesn't sound very good. I'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, because what you can do is you can target your marketing towards people to get them to eat, to show them what you want them to see in here. Mm-hmm. If they think this is an MLM, then I'll do a piece of content today saying real estate investing is not an MLM. Yeah. Bam. Now they read it. They yeah. read it and I didn't have to tell them. And you are all a victim of its purpose every single day. I bet every single one of you listening has bought something because of targeted marketing on social media, Mm -hmm. whether that be somebody who is a part of an MLM 
or whether it be, you know, sponsored ads that are following you around, seeing what you like, whether it's like whatever it is, you are all victims of it. So why not utilize it for your benefit? Right? Yeah. And what, like, you might be stubborn and be like, oh, no, not me. I've never bought anything because of targeted marketing. But like, you are dumb if you think that <laughs> because you 100% have been a victim of it. So use it yourself. It's free. You don't need to pay for sponsored ads. You just need to post about what you're Sell doing. or be sold. Yeah. I promise you're, you're, being, you're being sold. Mm-hmm. And you're too stubborn to use it for yourself. When the light bulb came on for me, yeah, I haven't turned back since. I'm literally being sold mm-hmm. every single day. Why am I not utilizing this? And yeah, it gets harder, and things you know don't work anymore, and some you have to transition into new things and pivot because you know, oh, I put a video up and only three people watched it. Yeah, well, trust me, their algorithms are going to change. It's a marketing thing. They want to make money off of this thing too. They are charging for the marketing opportunity, right? So yeah, Coca-Cola is going to get all the videos that have come up on someone's feed over the next 60 seconds because they're paying for it. The free stuff will not last forever. So pay attention to what's free right now and what's working because you can you can leverage that right now until they, they reel it back and then they start charging more for that opportunity. Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, they are very good right now. Instagram Reels more so. And they get lots of reach. Lots of people see it. Eventually, what they're trying to do is they're trying to, they want people to start using them. They want to they want to increase the popularity of it. And then they're going to show less of your videos on the feed over the next 60 seconds. And they're going to start showing more of Coca-Cola's because Coca-Cola's paying for that airtime. That airtime is the 60 seconds that you're scrolling. That is the airtime. Okay? So you got to pay attention. Stories. Stories do really well. Eventually, stories will be the new commercial, right? They get people going through stories every day. They like people clicking through it. They, have you noticed that there's a lot more advertisements in stories mm-hmm. than there used to be? Mm-hmm. When you click through stories, like every third or fourth is yeah. an advertisement, and they got your attention for about 2.7 seconds, right? Yeah. It's all marketing. It's it's, but if you understand it, you can you can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, before it's gone. Mm-hmm. Before it's gone. Um, we got a little off topic there, but uh, this this is how you use marketing to to get your message out to your target clients. Your target client is your joint venture partner in this scenario. Yeah, you want to get their attention. You need to educate them on why they need it. And then from time to time, you make a pitch, a pitch or an ask, or just throw out a slide that says, or a story that says, hey, I've got an opportunity for friends and family and accredited investors. It's going to cash flow 800 bucks a month. Hit me up if you're interested. Mm -hmm. And if you've done a good job at marketing to them for the past month, two months, six months, six days, whatever, and educating them on why they need this. And then an opportunity comes up. They have the opportunity to click on it and potentially send you a DM. Just like Coca-Cola, they rub Coke all over your face all day, every day, you know, until eventually the craving is so much, is so bad that eventually you go and you buy it. Right. It's the same, same. So treat it like, treat it like a business treats it. Yeah. 
Uh, there's one last thing that I wanted to show here. Um, Jeremy said 6 million Canadians have a net worth of over a million dollars. That is one in six Canadians have a net worth of over a million dollars. That's crazy. That is. It's crazy. Where's that stat from? I don't know. I'm normally I double check, but Jeremy's pretty good with the stats. So I'm willing to bet that one in six Canadians have at least a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars to invest with you. So get marketing, get educating your target clients, and then pull the trigger. And then literally ask everybody. So yeah, like going back to what I was talking about 20 minutes ago, you can totally just go and ask everybody. That is that is the that's what you have to do. You have to ask everyone. Yeah. If you want to get if you want to increase your chances, put out good content, right? Dress nice, build trust, talk about education. That'll make the, the pitch or the ask significantly easier. But at the end of the day, you still have to ask. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part. You can't just put out content and assume people are going to come to you. Eventually, you will have to ask. You will have to put out an opportunity. Get to work. That's it. Plain and simple. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait until June 27th when I when I call you guys all out for doing nothing for the last two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't wait. Just take action today. It's time to go. Do it. Time to get to work. Have a great day. And um, if you're still sleeping. It's time to get the fuck out of bed. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.